Michael Swickert here. Welcome to Enchanting People of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Our award-winning Hatch Green and Red Chili is from locally owned farms in Hatch, New Mexico, the chili capital of the world. Hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. Every Monday and Friday, we have regular historical and cultural podcasts. Wednesdays, like today, we celebrate people important to our area. And normally on Wednesdays, we talk about one person we've done that. But I want to talk about several people this week before the 4th of July. If you're driving near Picacho Hills in Las Cruces, you'll see a road, Cusenberry Lane. For most people, it's just a place name. It's just what do you call this? Cusenberry Lane. But there's quite a bit more. If you're on Madrid Avenue, east of Solano in Las Cruces, there's a Veterans of Foreign Wars post 3242 honoring Captain Joe Cusenberry, the first New Mexico Aggie to die in World War I. I'm also going to I'm going to honor Joe's nephew. See his brother George had a son, 2nd Lieutenant James Slaughter Cusenberry, who died in World War II in 1944 at age 28 in a crash of his B-25D, where he was the navigator bombardier. This Cusenberry family lost part of their heart in both World War I and World War II with these two deaths. James was born in Las Cruces in 1960, 1916, I should say, a few months after his uncle, Joe Kirsenberry, joined the army and went to war. Joe Kirsenberry was born in Las Cruces in 1894 amid four boys and two girls in the Kirsenberry family. He was a very popular student at the local college, known today as New Mexico State University. The stories about him show a born leader who was captain of the football team and a spirited member of the ROTC unit. The college then and now is a land-grant college, now land-grant university, which has a connection to the military. In 1898, the Las Cruces College received the designation Land-Grant College and was the New Mexico College of Agriculture and Mechanical Arts. In 1960, that name was changed to New Mexico State University. While land-grant is focused quite a bit on agriculture, agricultural research, and education, one of the pillars of a land-grant institution is the military training in their Reserve Officer Training Corps units. Partly personal, I, Michael Swickard, studied military science for two years, starting in the fall of 1968 at New Mexico State University as an Air Force Reserve Officer Training Corps cadet. Frankly, I enjoyed it very much. My father was a combat photographer and a photography instructor for the Air Force from 1942. It was Army Air Corps then uh, to 1966 when it was the Air Force, at which time he retired with 25 years. Not that it matters. I have the distinction of having been born at Holloman Air Force Base on base, planes taken off and landing. And I've lived on base several military bases. I was raised with the military all around me, and frankly, it was great growing up that way. So let's go back to Joe Cusenberry. In June 1917, then-Captain Joe Cusenberry was on one of the first ships in a 14-ship convoy to France with General John Pershing. 
and it was Pershing's American Expeditionary Force as a member of the 1st Division, also known affectionately as the Big Red One. There were 14,000 military members in those boats answering the call of duty in an odd coincidence. Isn't this an odd day? My grandfather, Horace Swickard, came to our border area in 1916 as a member of the Montana National Guard to help with the unrest in the border area. After General Pershing turned his attention to Europe at the start of World War I, my grandfather was absorbed into the 1st Division, the Big Red One, and he was on one of those same 14 boats or ships going to France, though I never found any connection with him and Joe Kirsenberry, but both were in the 18th Infantry of the 1st Infantry Division at the battle where Joe lost his life. My grandfather was injured, shot twice, gassed twice, and was a disabled American veteran the rest of his life, but he fought in France clear to the end of the First World War. My grandfather was a machine gunner. Joe Kirsenberry was an officer who at the time of his death was actually a major, even though they call him captain, but all the paperwork had not been completed before his untimely death. Let us fast forward to his nephew, James Cusenberry, who married his wife Margaret in 1939, died in 1944. So his untimely death in World War II left a widow. Years earlier, Joe Cusenberry was engaged to be married to Arrow Renfro, who after Joe's death never married. And she was the college registrar there at the Las Cruces College, what we now call New Mexico State University, most of her adult life. In fact, there is a Renfro building on Stewart Street named for her along with the football field known as Aggie Memorial Field, commemorating Aggies who gave their life in the defense of our country. In the 1918 college yearbook under the name Era Renfro, in several comments, her nickname, the yearbook disclosed was Pud. Pud, yes. And when I knew her, she was formidable. I would have never said that. She was very nice to me, gave me a lot of information. I would have never called her Pud. And it also said it under her name as she was graduating that year that her goal in life was to marry a soldier. And again, since Joe died on Tom in 1918, April 1918, uh, she never did marry. And the yearbook was out before the sad news came back to Las Cruces that he had passed. And as I noted, she never married. Now let me take a step back and personalize this story. I knew and interviewed Ero Renfro many times about the history of the college, but never mentioned Joe Cusenberry to her, and she never brought the name up. But I always believe she still thought of him often. In the 1980s, she was sharp as a tack and very interesting. As an aside, she came from Carrizozo, New Mexico, that area, uh, she went to Las Cruces to go to college, and my family ranch was just south of Carrizozo, so we talked at times about some of the early people in the Carrizozo area, including my grandmother, Frida Greenberg McKim, who was a teacher for many years in the area, starting in 1908. As I was doing a history project in 1986, 
Errol Renfro was a wonderful person telling me stories of people who had their names on buildings of the NMSU campus, such as former college president Luther Foster and former college president Harry Kent. Of interest was she knew and liked Ralph Willis Goddard. No relationship to the rocket designer Robert Goddard at Roswell, New Mexico. This Goddard was an engineering professor and the designer and implementer of the first radio station on campus, which was named KOB. Yes, the station moved to Albuquerque after his death in 1929, which I'll cover one of these days. Know this, when you see the name KRWG, FM KRWG TV, that's Ralph Willis Goddard, RWG. Oh yes, and Arrow Renfro knew Hiram Hadley, who started the college and ran the 25th anniversary celebrations in 1915. She was a great resource. I did meet a Cusenberry several times. She was the sister of James, who died in World War II. Her name was Lila Jane Cusenberry Collins. She had an interesting, uh, I only talked to her, I think, one time, but she was very interesting. And there was a little connection. She married another Las Cruces icon, Seaborn Collins, who was in the Army Air Corps in World War II, and when I met him, was a member of the NMSU Board of Regents. And happily for how I felt, when NMSU changed presidents of the university, Regent Collins was one of the ones that pushed the Board of Regents, I was told, to select who turned out to be my favorite NMSU president, Gerald Thomas, in 1970. In one of these podcasts is my story about Dr. Gerald Thomas, who Thomas Hall, the agriculture building, is named after. The loss of Joe and James Cusenberry was a tragedy for the large Cusenberry extended family and a real loss to our community because we do not know what those two men could have done back home, and sadly, we will never know. At one time, the football field at New Mexico State University was Joe Cusenberry Memorial Field. Era Renfro had a hand in making sure the NMSU Aggies, who gave their last full measure of devotion to the nation, were honored and remembered. The current football field is called Aggie Memorial Field, but I haven't seen the Cusenberry name connected to it. One time, at a football home game when I was a student, the announcer said, the halftime would be a little longer because we had a special ceremony to honor NMSU President Gerald Thomas for his service in World War II as a torpedo bomber pilot. A young student started griping that he wanted the game to start the second half and most of us, between clenched teeth, hissed at him that he should honor Thomas for his actions in the Second World War. The kid protested he wasn't alive at that time. He didn't owe Thomas any respect. I shook my head sadly and wore I wrote a scorching, and I, I don't normally write scorching, but I wrote a scorching editorial that week since at the time I was a weekly columnist in the newspaper that we must celebrate the ones who go to war for us even if we're not alive at the time they do their things. We must recognize the sacrifice of military members, but also we need to recognize the sacrifice of family members. Whenever I'm somewhere and I see someone who is identified as a former member of the military or just as great, if somebody is in uniform, I always step up and say, thank you for your service to our community. 
and I turn to the spouse and say, thank you for your service also. I am aware several families that have given members of their family to several conflicts, such as former New Mexico Governor Ed Meacham had a brother, Jesse, who died in World War II, and a son also named Jesse who died in Vietnam. The last full measure of devotion for a family was the loss of two loved ones. So when you drive in Las Cruces and you see a Cusenberry Lane, know that this is not just a place name. It's not just a name of somebody to put on a road so that you have a name on a road. Rather, it was not one but two people born in Las Cruces with many family members. Two men who served this nation years and years apart and both who gave their lives in the, the defense of our country. They are part of a family of Cusenberry that gave so much for our freedom. My gratitude when I see the Cusenberry name overflows. On this 4th of July week and every day I give thanks for them, thanks for what they gave to us. Now let me speak about something from our sponsor, the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico, who sponsors these podcasts. Soon in the next month, there's going to be the 2023 Big Jim Hatch Green Chili available in a jar, and I am definitely looking forward to that. It is a special reserve release of the Hatch Green Chili Varietal Big Jim, and it's in a 16-ounce jar. Varietal means that this product will only be made with Big Jim Chili, which is sweet and has a medium heat level and is just right for me. Big Jim is very popular in New Mexico restaurants and homes. The harvest of the Big Jim crop is anticipated about the middle of August, though I think they're pulling a few pods right now, with the first product available in the jars uh, just a week or two later. Customers can pre-order this product now at Fresh Chili Company with their website, freshchilico.com. This is Enchanting People of New Mexico. These podcasts are sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company. Hit subscribe to automatically get them. Thank you for your time today. I really appreciate you being there and caring about these things. We will always have lots of news and stories about New Mexico for you on these podcasts. If you have something you would like me to talk about in a future podcast, especially if you have someone you would like me to talk about in a future podcast, you can write to me at michael at freshchilico.com. That's michael at freshchilico.com. I would be glad to talk about whatever history you're interested in or people. Have a great day, and, and uh, yes, eat plenty of good Hatch Valley chili. Like I always say, some chili's good, more is better. Bye for now.